1: good afternoon welcome back to the program if you just joined us well sorry you missed the first part don't forget you can always catch it knssradio.com upper right hand corner podcast down one hover over good life guy and there you have it uh there's over two years of programming on the phone with me today is ryan mitchell he's ed's only son and uh, serves as the business and technological brain behind his father's brand and it is a brand They just came out with a book that they collaborated on together. Uh, They had a little help from Zella Palmer, uh, and it's Ed Mitchell's Barbecue. And you go, okay, there's a bunch of barbecue books. But you thumb through, and first things first, it's got spectacular pictures. It's got menus. It's got uh, some historical pictures, some old family pictures, and the recipes there's dessert recipes, banana pudding. Oh yeah. Uh, (laughs) Wide awake butter beans. And look, it looks like there's some, some pig pieces in there, making it flavorful. And uh, there's just, I can't tell you how many different recipes there in here that catch my eye. I make collard greens. In fact, I still have a little bit left over. Uh, Then I, just like my dad did, except I put some white wine in there as we're, cooking them yeah. down and mine looked just yeah. like yours with the, I had it's two good. big smoked ham hocks in the little pot that I cooked. Ah. Anyway. All right, Ryan, we talked a little bit about dad. We talked a little bit about All you. Right. The chore of putting together a book like this is, is daunting. And uh, yeah. whose idea, uh, to- tell about, toss a little bit about Zella and how she helped, but it had to be a challenge and I can just see you and your dad sitting across from the table going, well, what are we going to put in now? What, what's, what recipe do we want to use? How are we going to do it? How was that?
2: Man, I'm, I'm telling you, man, it was, you know, it, it it brought us it brought us closer together than ever before because, you know, from a recipe standpoint, you know, those old recipes and those cooks from – his time and, and my grandmother, uh, those, those cooks are notoriously free-handed, man. So in a lot. there wasn't a lot written down. We had to go back and kind of record and get my grandmother and him to kind of, you know, redo and and, and and write some stuff down and record and food test, you know, almost on a daily, weekly basis. Then we were fortunate enough to be able to find one of our old other notebooks um, and uh, that we had from the restaurant. And that kind of saved the day you know, as far as the recipe uh, development was concerned. Yeah. But none of this is possible, man, without Zella. Uh, we, we uh, you know, as soon as we, got, um, as soon as we got going on the project, um, you know, soon as soon as uh, Harper decided that this, the project was going to get lighted, I mean, this is seven years in the making, yeah. you know, something I don't think most people understand, man. We um, took us seven years to get this project out to the world. And so, once we interviewed her and realized that her roots and her family background was also, you know, from our, from our city and from our hometown as well, um, you know, we didn't have to sell her on the idea of uh, of how we wanted to put it together. And her pen and her research was, uh, was just phenomenal, man. She came down and spent, you know, weeks at the NC archives uh, finding these old North Carolina. Barbecue photos, and you know, the, the, a major piece to the project was being able to give our ancestors a voice, uh, you know, through some of these historical photos. Because, you know, those pitmasters that paved the way often, you know, they get lost in transition a lot of times. Oh, yeah. So, um, man, just just you know, there was so many photos we could use. I think that was the hardest part about trying to find the best ones and and deciding on you know. Um, which ones were gonna have the most impact throughout the project. But, you know, from the time that we started putting the project together, once we realized it was gonna be something bigger than just a little memoir and a bunch of chit chatting about recipes, we we were, uh, you know, I told my dad, I said, this this project has to emulate barbecue and barbecue is more inclusive uh, than anything else. All right, so that's why you see a lot of the contributions and the voices in the book from a couple of different key players, uh, all the way from The Forward by Dr. Conyers. Uh, The other city research, uh, county research by Ms. Lisa Henderson. Um, And then we had John T. Edge, uh, founder of uh, Southern Foodways Alliance, give his contribution, um, as well as our photographer, Bax Miller, is North Carolina based. Uh, Her family played a huge role in, in you know, the, the eyesight and the photography and the plating that it took to kind of get the project done. So, you know, we had a, we had a lot of North Carolina hands, uh, uh rooted, you know, I- involved in making sure it was going to be successful. So everybody, you know, uh, that we respected along the way in barbecue had a voice kind a voice in the project. Well, and so that was key thing for us.
1: It shows and, uh, uh, just, you know, some of the family pictures are the pictures that uh, your your researchers found and, uh, you know, from days gone by. The one but well, this one might not be that old. Uh, it's on pay. It's right in the beginning, o- opposite of generational wealth growing up in barbecue. And to me, this looks like a Cuban cajachina made in the backyard. You know, it's. A,
2: <laughs> you know, it's a, yeah, man. Yep. Am I close? Yeah, sir. You're close, man. Those things are all around the, uh, you know, if you ride up and down our city, you know, you'll see more of those things than you see cars. You know, everybody's <laughs> driveway has, has a barrel, man. And that's, that's part of the culture that people don't understand, you know, why we don't, you know, we never try to sit across and, and talk about like, oh, we're the best ever doer and nobody else did it. Now, I know. I mean, like everybody's really good, you know, where we're from, everybody participated in upholding the culture of barbecue. So those, and you'll see those things everywhere. Everybody has a, a secret secret sauce and a secret yeah, recipe.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like nowadays you can spend
2: eight
1: hundred, a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars on some kind of a offset uh, cooking appliance, and they're good. They're they're real good. But. but. Uh, oftentimes, right. the best work is done on something that was put together out of uh, scrap metal and uh, time and heart. And uh, right. I love that. But I, I, I'm, I'm guilty. I have a Kamado Joe, and I love it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So tell me this: um, when right. looking at these recipes, maybe even some memories back to grandma and grandpa's restaurant, mm-hmm. what is your dad's favorite thing to? To work on is it the whole hog, and then is it the same for you? What do you like to cook?
2: Um, his, yes, you know his, his favorite his favorite protein was it is the whole hog to work on. Um, mine is uh mine is going to be the pork chops. You know, I'm a huge pork chop fan, and his second favorite thing is was, was the baby back ribs. Oh, you know, yeah. the, uh, so so he. You know, him and my uncles, man, they have you know those rib, those rib competition battles right, right at work. You know, <laughs> so, you know everybody because they, you know, the baby backs versus the, you know, the St. Louis or the spare ribs is always the fat, you know, always an in, inner family, uh, you know, competition because you know they take the ribs and make them. You take the uh, St. Louis cuts and make rib tips and and all kind of things out of those, right? So. But the baby backs are maybe a little bit more tender. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the ribs, uh, you know, my, one of my favorites is, is the pork chops. I was huge. I'm a huge pork chop fan.
1: And pork chops, then I have I have two desires when it comes to pork chops. Are you thick or are you thin or are you both?
2: Um, um, It may got to be thick, cut, bone-in, man.
1: There you go. Well, I, I like thin <laughs> for the reason that I, I can get if I use a marinade, for example. I, You know, I get yeah. a lot more flavor. But there's nothing better than a thick le- – if I say lean, I don't mean really lean. It's got to have the right amount of fat or it's not right. But, yeah, it
2: uh, th- got, got to have a little fat on the, on the edge,
1: man. Yeah, yeah. are you dry-rubbing, dry-seasoning? Sauce at the table, yeah. sauce before you take them off. What do you do?
2: Yeah, yeah, we dry rub. Uh, you know, the pork chops and the ribs get a little dry rub going on, you know, so uh, a little, you know, salt and pepper, and then we use our, our rib rub uh, mix on, on there, a little smoked paprika and some mm-hmm. you know, crushed red peppers and uh, a little bit of garlic. Um, and then we, we smoke them, you know, dry. And then at the end of the process, once we pull them, Then we'll steam them up a little bit. We'll put them back in the pan and cover them with some aluminum foil, and kind of get you know let them do a little tenderizing on inside the smokers. Well, so uh, we do that for the ribs and the pork chops.
1: You know, while you're talking, I'm thumbing through, and when I look at yes, just this, I guess this is still the appetizer section. Yeah, hush puppies, Uh, (laughs) let them roll, fried green tomatoes.
2: Yeah, man.
1: <laughs> the difference between that's what I remember house. and this, this just picture alone. That little pimento mm-hmm. cheese and bacon on top. Oh yeah. Oh,
2: that's dinner. Oh yeah. You don't you that's don't even sandwich. need to that's have whole, meat. You don't need it, man. We used yeah. to make you know, that's what the sandwiches are made out of and that's a whole meal.
1: Yeah. Devil eggs, smoked collard green dip. You're killing me. Yep. Uh I may have to change my my recipe plan for Sunday. Because
2: you got to try to, that smoked collard green dip is, is, is uh, it's a game changer, man. It's, it's, you know, kind of our country rendition on a spinach dip, but we use the smoked collard greens. It's pretty yeah, really good.
1: You think I could take, I have probably four or five cups of my collard greens left over. You think if I just put them on the smoker a little bit, indirect man. and uh, small light fire, uh, I could get a good base to start with that? You got it. All right. Oh, you the, got it. Crackling, crusted chicken wings. Ryan, go ahead.
2: Uh, oh yeah, man. Now that's one of my that's that's my personal uh, my other favorite recipe uh, that I had a you know a hand at kind of kind of honing over the course of the years. You know, some of these recipes, honestly, you know, once you get inside the restaurant business, and you know, the most creative guys are the hungry chefs, the hungry uh, line cooks who are trying to, you know, recreate a staff meal or create something, you know, out of nothing, man. Right. So crackling crusted chicken wings, um, you know, we used to sell the pork skins by the bag. And at the end of the night, you know, the leftover bags, you know, just full of crumbs or whatever that nobody would buy. So, you know, one of our line cooks would, would take the leftover bags of pork crackling and turn it into uh you know, like a uh, a crust, you know, like a, you know, just, you know, we dip the chicken wings and yeah. get them all, you know, a little bit of egg, get, get a little wash on them, and we coat the uh, chicken wings with the pork crack. Oh, my goodness. And throw them on the smoke, man.
1: Oh, my goodness. And it
2: is, uh, it is, you know, it started out as being, you know, kind of just, you know, uh, a, a edge up, uh, a edge away from, you know, eating the fried chicken up. But, man, <laughs> let me tell you, it turned into a, it turned into a, a, a total game changer as far as how you judge chicken wings. Oh, I bet.
1: And you got your grandma's chicken fried chicken recipe in here too. And that yep. that's something yeah, that I think, right. you know, I don't know, but here in, in and around South Central Kansas, if you ask people about fried chicken, they go, oh, I, you know, I like churches or uh, you don't right. fix chicken at home and I'm guilty. <laughs> we have a little fryer and we've never fried yeah. chicken. But when you yeah, look at man. that recipe,
2: uh, you look at that recipe and go find you a, a, a skillet, and, you know, and 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 fry it in the pan. Yep. And yep. you won't you won't go back to churches unless yep. you just have to.
1: <laughs> that was that was my grandparents' way. I wish I had. He had a my granddad had the biggest. Okay, I was little then, but you know this biggest yeah. deep dish, uh, perfectly seasoned old iron skillet and you know, that skillet. thing with. Oh, fried chicken. You're killing me. And then, uh, I love this quote. I don't eat everybody's potato salad. uh,
2: (laughs) You know? Uh, uh, Yeah, man, I'm a huge fan. Potato salad uh, and the devil's eggs and then the potato salad are probably my two favorite sides. But, you know, my grandmother was, uh, you know, she was huge. Uh, She has a huge uh, impact at our local church. And so when it was time to feed the clergy and kind of we would have these church dinners at the church, you know, she would be in charge of bringing, you know, uh, a lot of the sides and some of the desserts as well. So, you know, uh, the clergy would understand that, you know, you need to find Mother Mitchell's uh, uh, potato salad, you know, because we don't eat everybody's potato salad. <laughs> so, Everybody wants to bring potatoes. some, but
1: that's okay.
2: We we, we got You're one. Right. Exactly. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta find, you gotta find this, you know, very specific person who's in charge of the potato salad. So that was uh, a little leg up there that we kind of gave away.
1: Well, and then I think, you know, I told you I might have some beverage out by the, by the Kamado Joe on Sunday, and I look at Ed's pineapple whiskey lemonade.
2: Oh man! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That was a little creation we had there at the restaurant. Uh, one of our one of our favorite bartenders used to put that together, and uh, you know those are those are some of his his favorite little uh, little mixes there that that kind of take you know take the edge off and and pair well with a barbecue sandwich or, yeah. or a slap of ribs. Uh, yeah, well, you can't go wrong.
1: Or just the smoke coming out of the smoker, boy. I'll tell you. That's I, it. I just uh, I'm enamored. With the photography, I'm so glad that Harper Collins let you do this kind of photography. And uh, yes, we didn't talk about Sherry's so smoked mac and cheese, but folks, you got to get a copy of this book. Uh, you can do it uh, a couple of ways. Of course, you could go to Amazon; that, that, that's pretty easy. Or you can go to the PitmasterEdMitchell.com, and there you will find some other great products. Uh, like I said in the beginning, I ordered. The three bottle sauce, uh, a, a good kind of tour around barbecue country, uh, but there's a lot of great products. Were you uh, did you push Dad towards doing this, or was it his idea of having the the uh, the website with different products branded by Big Ed?
2: Yeah, this was it, you know we've been it, it was both of ours to be honest, but I had to you know kind of take the lead on the on the tech side as far as getting the you know getting the website and getting up partnerships in order to do so. So, uh, you know, we bottled our first sauce, man, way back in 1990. And, uh, so to evolve into having it on, you know, websites and having a brand, you know, building a brand around a new line of no, no sugar, no added sugar, barbecue sauces and rubs. Uh, that's been a journey.
1: Well, I should have ordered, an amazing I should have ordered some other things. I, I got to go to my, one of my anchor sponsors, is all things barbecue here in town. And it truly is where barbecue legends are made here in the Midwest. Oh, yeah. And uh, the proprietor, uh, Don Kerry, is the guy who invented and manufactures Yoder smokers. And, okay. uh, and that's okay. where I buy all my ingredients, yep. wood and such. And he uh, he's, he carries John Henry's products. I don't know if you ever heard of John Henry. Well, but, uh, I have I have John Henry's pecan rub is my favorite go to pork seasoning, no matter what the meat is, and I gotta get some wow. of that. The only thing I wish though is I would have had some of your rub, but I'll get some, and my sausage be I here Monday say? at the latest, so it'll be good on leftovers,
2: <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, um, that'll be the best part, whatever you're cooking tomorrow, you know you cook up enough to last you until Tuesday. <laughs>
1: Tuesday, I'm going for the whole week.
2: Yeah, go, go, all right. Go for the whole week, man. I you like,
1: know, it. that's if, what I would do. If you're gonna c- cook a brisket and you're gonna spend all day doing it, you might as well cook two. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, I I, I tell you, I'm I'm enamored. I don't say that, don't use that word that often with a a a book, but uh, you guys have blown it out of the park. I see a potential James Beard Award by the end of the year. And more importantly, I hope you sell a bunch of them. I'm gonna let you go, but before I do, uh, are you getting to spend time with your dad on Sunday?
2: Oh yeah, man. Yeah, we're splitting. We're splitting the deal today. Uh, he's, he's out with some uh, with his family and my and my uncles and brothers and uh, so uh, his brothers. And then tomorrow we're gonna we're gonna put a few steaks on the grill, man. And uh, we got an event. We have a book signing, lo and behold, tomorrow morning. Oh well. So uh, we're gonna knock that out and then get back. Get back to. Uh, Get
1: back to the grill. Uh, well, uh,
2: relax. Back uh,
1: to the couch. You got to tell them for me that Good Life God says Happy Father's Day. I'll say the same to you. I don't know if you got any babies yet, but uh, yeah. You know, it's uh, there was a, a a survey on one of the morning shows yesterday about uh, what's more popular, and like seventy-five percent of respondents said Mother's Day was more popular than Father's Day. And uh, I think Father's Day <laughs> only got like 15%. But you know, that's right. okay. I don't I don't want gifts. I don't I just want to cook something nice and if I wish my boys could be here, but uh, uh, I get to yeah, see them yeah. the other month. Well, look, happy Father's Day to you and yours and uh, congratulations on a great book.
2: Thank you so much, man. It's been a I pleasure. I appreciate the support.
1: All right, well we Dick yes, uh, Carrie Bachman's allowing me to give away a copy, so I'll bid you farewell, and I'll tell my listeners all you got to do is be caller number five. Max will take down your info, and uh, we'll get you a copy of Ed Mitchell's Barbecue. And uh, w- wait till you see the pictures. Wait till you see the recipes. If you, if you've ever traveled in the South, if you were lucky enough to be born or raised in the South, uh, there's things in here that are gonna tickle your fancy. And uh, again scratch and sniff would be so good if you could just smell this carolina barbecue sauce or these ribs uh what fun call now you know the number 316-869-1330 we'll give a copy of ed mitchell's barbecue book to you won't get there for father's day but uh you know we could work a deal i could photocopy a couple pages if you need a recipe for Don't go away. I got uh, some fun things to tell you about that are happening today and the rest of the week. And then I got a red wine from Paso Robles. It's a red blend. It's put together by Mac McPrice. Uh, uh, McPrice Myers is his full name. And uh, it's called High on the Hog. How appropriate after talking about barbecue. We'll be back right after this break. Don't run off.